Welcome to Best Life of Your Life, Episode 23. Welcome back to Best Life of Your Life, the Be Loyal podcast with Aaron Keith Hawkins, where each episode brings you positive, useful, and empowering perspective to help you create the best life of your life. Now, here's your host, Aaron Keith Hawkins. Welcome back to Best Life of Your Life. I am sincerely grateful for you being here. I'm glad we get to spend a few minutes together again. Today, we're going to jump into the topic of limiting beliefs. Now, that's a phrase that's often tossed around in many different ways, um, but I want to talk about it today because I don't think I don't think we spend enough time acknowledging some of the characteristics of a limiting belief. And because we don't acknowledge some of some things about them, they may be harder to get rid of. So I'm not going to spend a bunch of time describing what a limiting belief is. Obviously, in many ways, it's self-explanatory. It's it's a belief that limits the actions you'll take, the quality of life and lifestyle that you'll be able to achieve. For many people, often gets throttled by a limiting belief, something they think is true, something they act upon as true, and it creates a barrier. So I'm going to talk real quick about three characteristics about limiting beliefs that I don't think are talked about enough, and I want to make sure that you understand them because when you're aware of these things, it'll be helpful helpful for you as you go through your journey of tackling whatever limiting beliefs you discover along the way. And I'm also going to toss out three steps to help you hunt down limiting beliefs so you can take action and get rid of them. So the first thing that we really need to acknowledge about limiting beliefs is that they're often based on actual events real incidents or events or circumstances that have happened or maybe are happening in the present. They show up in our lives based on things that in some ways are true. And the reason it's really important to understand this is because what's likely to happen if you go through life believing something is true and have a story to back up that truth? Well, then we wind up saying it just is what it is. And the problem is that when that happens, many people make the mistake of going through their entire life believing that because an event happened or an event happened repeatedly or an event happened for a long period of time, then that's how, mu- that's how life has to be continuously. And in those cases, people wind up overlooking that they get to choose what these events mean. They get to choose what they learn about these events, what they discover, what new information that they discover about these events. And let's face it, if we don't decide what something means, and if we don't decide what new information we choose to learn about a topic, then we're just going to base our decisions based on old information. So my point is, I want to acknowledge and empathize that for many people, a limiting belief is simply something that to them at the moment seems to be true. And the reason I made that number one is because of this. We have to understand that our limiting beliefs, my limiting beliefs right now, can be based on something that I believe is true. And by understanding that, I can realize that At some point for me to make the next breakthrough in my life, I'm going to have to challenge myself and I'm going to have to challenge a belief that right now, in some ways, even if it's just subconsciously, 
I'm going to have to challenge something that I think is true and discover that maybe it's not true. And if you're going to break through limiting beliefs, I can tell you this for a fact because I've had to do it over and over and over. You have to keep challenging something that you believe is true. And that takes vulnerability and that takes humility. And we have to have both if we're going to make the breakthroughs we want. Number two, and this is partially related to number one, but the number two thing about limiting beliefs that we need to understand is that they usually remain hidden unless we actively are on the hunt for them. And I'll talk about the hunt in a minute and how to, how to go on a hunt for limiting beliefs. They usually stay hidden. We don't wake up in the morning and stretch out and get a glass of water and say, wow, let's see how I'm going to get around my limiting beliefs today. It doesn't happen. We have to make it a habit of hunting for limiting beliefs. And the reality is that even finding them isn't enough. We have to interrupt them. And we'll talk again, we'll talk about that in a second. But I wanted to acknowledge uh, the number two characteristic about limiting beliefs that we need to understand is that they're very subtle and they're very hidden. And we have to practice the art of finding them, which leads me to number three. The number three characteristic about limiting beliefs that I want to share with us today is that limiting beliefs often have layers. So in other words, when we discover a limiting belief, there's often another one underneath that one that we need to chip away and chip through. I'll give you an example. If somebody has a belief their entire life that they are a failure, that they, they can't do anything right, they'll never be successful, they're never, they're never going to achieve anything because they didn't come from the right family, live in the right area, have enough money growing up, any of those things. And let's say something really great happens. This person, in some way, shape, or form, they realize that calling themselves a failure and believing they'll never be successful is a limiting belief. And let's say they defeat that belief. They turn it around. They realize in their mind, their body, their soul that they can be successful and they go on this journey and all of a sudden they start making progress they start making a little more money then more money and then more money and the next thing you know they are a wealthy and in many ways successful person they have the house they want the cars they want the lifestyle they want they get to travel anywhere they want but because they suffered so much in their earlier years and because they've been able to attain so much very quickly, they don't realize that they've defined their success as money. And then all of a sudden, a new limiting belief has grown. Because what happens to a person who defines success as money alone? And they become super successful obtaining that money, but all the while, their relationships are horrible. And their health and their fitness levels are horrible and mentally they're just struggling because yes they're wildly financially abundant but they wake up every day sad and they don't know why well guess what that's an example of how limiting beliefs have layers because you can defeat a limiting belief about your ability to become successful but that could trigger a limiting belief that success is only about money and the reality is being successful is partly about having money. Yeah, if, if you're going to be, if we're going to call ourselves 
successful, then we should be able to take care of ourselves and our family and, and be financially abundant so we can enjoy many things that this life has to offer. But being successful is also about having the ability to have great relationships and having the ability to be mentally at peace and having the ability to serve other people and learn new things and make progress and do something that is meaningful that truly gives us satisfaction success has so many different layers to it than just money but if we don't acknowledge that then that's when things can kind of get ornery and that's i mean we see it happen over and over all the time i don't have to preach to you guys about it but i want you to understand that solving or exposing one limiting belief may lead to another and that's what's so exciting about this life is we get to continuously make progress and every time we face another challenge we get to overcome it we get to figure things out we get to be strategic about it and that's just something i want you to understand when it comes to limiting beliefs you're going to find layers of them so you we need to realize that so we can always be looking for the next layer of them i hope that makes sense and i hope that's simple simple enough so those are the, just three quick characteristics about limiting beliefs that I wanted to share with you guys. And we could certainly go on and on and on and kind of down the rabbit hole of, you know, what limiting beliefs are and, and how to find them and how they affect our lives. And that's something we can certainly do maybe at another time. But I wanted to hit you with those three things that you, we really need to understand about limiting beliefs is number one, they often are often based, based on actual events. And we have to acknowledge and understand that. So we don't use that as an excuse to not get rid of our limiting beliefs. Number two, we've got to understand that they're going to often remain, limiting beliefs are often going to remain hidden until we look for them. Because again, because they show up, show up oftentimes as something that's true. And number three, they often have layers. When we uncover one limiting belief, even when we address it, we need to be look on the lookout for the next thing that we may be believing that may be blocking us from even greater success and fulfillment and happiness. So real quick, what are three ways that we can hunt these limiting beliefs down? How do we, how do we look for them and find them? Well, here's what I think are three of the best ways. Number one, we need to be listening for language. We have to hear the words we're saying. So anytime we hear ourselves explaining why we can't do something, why we can't have something, when we hear words like, oh, I, I can't because, or I would, but, or I should, but, or I'd like to, but, or you don't understand, or I was born this way, or this is just who I am, or that's not where I'm from. We got to be able to hear those words and, and ask ourselves, is what I'm saying right here useful? And is it empowering me? Because if we're not using language that's useful and we're not using language that's empowering us, whatever the topic is that we're talking about, there's likely a limiting belief going on. If we're making excuses about something that we want but can't have, that's a big sign, a big obvious flag that we have a limiting belief there. Whether it's about money, our, our physical health, our relationships, our marriage, boyfriend, our girlfriend, our kids, our careers. We got to listen for language 
that is not empowering. Wherever we hear ourselves talking in a way that's not powerful and it's not speaking of what we're able to do or something that we can figure out, then we need to plant a flag there and say, hey, I need to check this out because there's something here that I'm believing and I'm probably thinking is true, but I'm limiting myself and I need to get to the root of the story and I need to change that narrative. Number two, if... And I'm going to acknowledge that number one sometimes is not that easy initially for some people. If you're not used to listening to what you're actually saying, number one can seem tricky because we don't always hear the narrative that's going on in our head if we've never done it before. So number two might make things a little bit easier. Number two is simply, uh, the number two way to hunt down a limiting belief is to look for patterns of pain, meaning simply What's going on in your life that you're not happy about? Period. I know that sounds ridiculously simple, but it's true. If you want to find a limiting belief, look for something that's going on in your life repeatedly that you're unhappy about. Something that you're interacting with that's not working out the way you want it to be. And then once you find that pain point, whether it's about your marriage or, or your career or your fitness, start... Just talk about it. What? How would you explain it? Act as if someone is there or actually have a conversation with somebody that you trust. Have a conversation and listen to what you're saying. And then number three is really, really simple. Once you start finding these beliefs or at least finding the topics of where your limiting beliefs might be, address them by finding new information about those topics and taking new action. And I wanna give you a few resources, uh, actually from me, from my library of podcasts to help you deal with limiting beliefs. Number one, in episode 13, I did an episode about do things happen for a reason. And the reason I bring that episode up is because a lot of times our limiting beliefs come from real events, real things that happen. And when we're able to decide what the meaning is behind an event, it changes everything. So please, episode 13, if you go to AaronKeithHawkins.com, just click on my podcast tab. Episode 13, yeah, I can talk today. Do things happen for a reason will be a huge help in addressing some of your limiting beliefs. Number two, episode 19 is about the rare art of unlearning. Like I said earlier in this episode, Many times our limiting beliefs show up as something that's true. And it's not always easy to unlearn something that we've learned. And yes, I'm using quotation marks around that word learned. It's, it can be really difficult to unlearn something that we've been believing is true. But episode 19, uh, it's about the rare art of unlearning. That'll be really helpful for you. And finally, number three, episode 21 is about how to make hard decisions with confidence. Because if you find, when you find your limiting beliefs, you're going to have to make some tough decisions, some new decisions. And sometimes that can be a challenge. So I want to be able to support you with episode 21, how to make hard decisions with confidence. I think that'll seriously help you deal with somebody's limiting beliefs. So I appreciate you listening today. I hope those helped. Please, if you have any questions, because this could have been a several hour session, but I just wanted to get this information out out there to you 
and get you thinking and help you start uncovering some of the beliefs that may be holding you back from whatever it is that your most important thing that you'd like to improve in your life right now. I think understanding that, you know, some of the beliefs that you have that may be holding you back, they may be coming from something that's true, but it just has to be reframed. And sometimes it's going to be a little bit difficult to uncover what some of your limiting beliefs are, but it's definitely doable when you understand the process and understanding that they're layered. Just because you find one limiting belief, there's often going to be another one underneath that one, which can be fun. It's part of the game. When you make life a game and turn it into something that's play. And that's when life can get a lot more fun when we stop complaining about all the things that are wrong and instead start honoring that and and being thankful for the opportunity that we have to figure things out and to grab resources that can help us figure things out. That's when life really gets amazing. That's when life gets routinely a lot more fun and that's when we start living the best life of your life. Thank you again so much for listening today. If you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me at Aaron at AaronKeithHawkins.com or just go to AaronKeithHawkins.com and hit me on the, the Contact Me tab and ask me anything. I will respond. I will answer your question. And I'm sincerely grateful for any opportunity that I have to help you out. So uh, take me up on that. Reach out to me. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Until then, be loyal to yourself. Be loyal to each other and keep on creating the best life of your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you soon.